God is God is really stirring up something fresh in in the midst of us. And uh, the question that I asked, like Leah shouted out, what are we tolerating? What are you and me tolerating in in uh, when we are pursuing this life? When we are when we are receiving this promise word that that this year is a year for us as a community and individual to flourish. But also these are some real questions that you and me need to answer to ourselves first. That what are some of the things that you're tolerating in your life? But that that was last week. I've got another question for you. Is that okay? I don't know how you, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, cases. When I say cases, I mean, uh, you know, legal, legal battles and legal cases that are going on. And uh, for so many years, uh, people really look forward to, to, the, to the end of that, of that legal battle and things like that. I don't know if, if you're seated over here, if you have been involved in any legal battle as such. College folks? All right. No thrashing people, you know, banging to somebody. Anyone? Neville? Neville? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've ever got this thought, but, you know, what goes on through your hearts and what goes on, the kind of emotions that we have when we are really looking forward to a verdict that's about to come, right? Uh, for so many years, the uh, Nirbhaya's family, for, for those of you who have been following that, have been waiting uh, for a verdict. Uh, for the other such cases which, which have been going on for so many years and people and communities and, and states and different people of influence have been waiting for verdicts to come up. And, and you know, have you ever felt let down by some of the verdicts that have come out out of these court cases or legal battles? Where are the law students at? Why are you hiding? Have you ever felt let down? On a serious note, if you have, if you have ever come across or read any verdicts, have, have you ever felt let down? Or, or okay, maybe this is, this is too broad, right? Let's, let's kind of make it personal. You know, in in, when it comes to your personal relationships, have you ever felt judged or evaluated in a wrong manner? Show of hands, if that's you. Rest of you, what kind of life are you living? Please tell me. I would like to know more about it. I mean, come on. Have you ever been in a place where you have wrongly been accused or, or, or been accused in the right way and felt miserable about it? So many things you can learn from those instances, but we won't go there. But the question I want to throw, and I love doing this, turn to the person next to you and you're going to ask them this question. You know, for the... Just turn to the person and ask them, what's the verdict? Hey, some of you are quiet, okay? For the next few minutes, for the next few minutes, we are going to be talking about what's the verdict. That's, that's the talk, that's the title for my talk this evening. And I, I pray and I hope that all of us walk out of this place knowing what the verdict is. Is that okay? And, and, uh, I was going to actually title this something else, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, you know, since the beginning of time, if you, if you, if you have been following uh, the, the biblical events that have been happening since the beginning of creation, God has always been revealing his love to humanity in different forms. All right? Now, now whether you have been raised up in a Christian home or you have not been raised up in a Christian home, you would know this for sure that when it comes 
when we talk about jesus one of the things that we talk about the most is what all right i mean i this was not a very difficult question love right right that's the first thing that or one of the first things that we would idly talk about of god and that is something that god has been trying to reveal to his creations is the beginning of cre- uh, since the beginning of 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 time and all with a pure intention to to establish an authentic relationship between god and humanity now now in order for you and me to dive into this talk i want to set a few things up i want to set a few blocks up before we can go into our main text is that okay so i i hope you can take some notes for this uh, because we're going to be looking at uh, one of the one of the books uh, from uh, that paul wrote to the to 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 rome uh, the book of romans if you if you have read the book of romans it's interesting that that pretty much 50 to 60% of this book is talking about helping people know about righteousness all right i'm not making this up go back and read romans chapter 1 to chapter 16 how many chapters are there all right wow these trick questions are really dying tonight okay i i'll just stop using them you know just go back and read the uh, the first half of romans is is paul is just going out and helping the community understand what it means to live a righteous life what it means to you and for for all of us to be in right standing can everybody say right standing right standing with god and and something that i said last last week is righteousness is god's standard right righteousness is god's standard for for living our lives and paul has has covered so much of these chapters helping the community not just the jews not just the people from israel but even the 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 people outside of israel even the the locals of rome to help know about this concept and so today we're going to be understanding more about that from the book of romans because see the truth is creation shows the power of god if you if you see around and if you if if you see the creation it's it it talks about the magnificence it talks about the the beauty about about the power of god and but as much as creation talks about god's power the gospel message can everybody say the gospel message the gospel message goes beyond that and talks about god's power combined with grace and love god's power combined with grace and love and and this is what i want you to understand that there have been certain governing principles that god had established since the beginning of, of creation all right and and kind of going into i'm kind of condensing a whole lot of old testament and a lot of books into these few statements that i'm going to make because we're going to dive into something more important so right standing in fact is not just something that was established in the new testament right stand there's a glimpse of of righteousness that we see in the old testament as well and and just to help you understand that like i said righteousness or right living with god is a set of expectations from who from god himself righteousness is an expectation from god himself and in fact righteousness in the old testament is fulfill is the fulfillment of demands of a relationship i'm going to say this again in the old testament righteousness has been portrayed as a fulfillment of demands of a relationship whether that relationship is within uh men or with god 
and the fulfillment of those demands and the set expectations that you have constitutes righteousness let me give you an example if you if you look at romans chapter 4 verse 3 let's let's look at that and and this is this is we are talking about abraham who is one of the forefathers of of faith we we quote him when it talks about faith you you would heard this name a lot of time if and and this is what it says because abraham believed god's word his faith transferred god's righteousness into what into his account any any commerce background students over here right you would know what this means right credit debit i have no clue what it means because i'm an art student right never understood accounts much never never even attempted for commerce but but i know this for sure something got transferred somewhere are you guys with me right and this is this is the action of faith that is mentioned in this scripture was the fulfillment of the expectation that god had set so this action of faith of abraham helped abraham get in right standing with god it was the action of faith and and then if you if you have been studying or if you have ever heard or read about the old testament you you would have heard this this phrase called the law or the, or the or, or something that god introduced for humanity so that we can stay away from all the immoral uh, immoral lifestyles right and we also see that in the old testament all these things also got messed up mankind or humans could not keep up with the law that god had established for the good of people and and things got messed up and then boom we see jesus coming into the scene and jesus taking up the fulfillment of the law why am i why am i giving you this background because the next few verses that we're going to be reading this is going to help you and me understand a very important point about righteousness so but but before i do that how many of you really want to pursue a right living with god or let me ask you a very basic question how many of you really want to pursue a righteous life right if if that's you if 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 that's you who's lifted up your hand i want you to realize this you and me will never get a shot of right living at at right living with god if we miss out on this simple yet very pivotal concept that we're going to be discussing this evening See because when God when Jesus shows up in the scene between between the creation and the fall of mankind and when sin entered the earth and when things got messed up between God and man and then Jesus comes in God still held up his standards God did not compromise on the standards that he had set for humanity are you guys with me So just because humanity messed up and jesus comes into the scene and oh my goodness it's my one and only son so let me kind of you know tweak things a bit for because of jesus right we're talking god is talking about his one and only son now how many of you we have shown partiality towards our kids parents brothers yeah brothers always feel that parents are partial right and and you would know this this concept of partiality so well if you've grown up like two brothers where the elder one gets all the beatings and then he just gets soothing words how does that feel good oh so but you look at jesus thinks thinks god and jesus the the, the relation dynamic was very different god did not spare his own son why because this is the true nature of god when god puts across a standard he won't budge can everybody say he won't budge and and 
And as much as we in our rational thinking or, or our emotions or intellect or whatever you call it, we would want a little bit of partialness to be shown. That's not how God operates. Did I break some hearts tonight with this truth? That's not how God operates. So God, when it came to Jesus, held up to his side of his standard to bring freedom and redemption to humanity. He did not, he did not budge. But, but here's the truth. You know, Jesus, because of his death on the cross and because he died and rose up again, Jesus assures us right standing with God. Jesus assures us right standing with God as a gift. Can everybody say as a gift? Through faith. Now listen with me. I'm, I'm deliberately, you know, breaking up these sentences because there's so much of truth hidden in these few words right there. Righteousness is a gift. Through faith. And Jesus assures you and me righteousness. And, and, and for all those who lifted up your hands and say, hey, you know, I want to pursue a righteous life. I want to pursue a, a, an upright living. I want a right kind of living for my life in everything, whether it's at workspace, colleges, or, or businesses, wherever you're doing most of your, spending most of your time. If you have that desire to pursue a righteous life, we can totally mess this concept up if we, for, if we don't focus on one thing. Now, to know more about this, you can't just read the Bible in English. I mean, there's nothing wrong in reading the Bible in English. But if you go, go out there and do a little bit of word study, how many of you like reading new words or learning new words? If that's you, I've got something exciting for you, okay? The word righteousness uh, is, is in, the, in the Hebrew means sadik, right? I, I hope I'm saying it right. Do we have that up, Alan? Right, sadik. And, and this is what it means. It means what? Straightness. Can everybody say this with me? Straightness. Or firmness. And it is employed for justice, right, equity, and uprightness. Now, you see how English kind of, you know, does not give you that, like this, this flavor when you read all these words. But I want, to, I want to dive into this one word for tonight. Can everybody say justice? Can everybody say justice? You know, so the word sadik is very closely linked to justification. Now, I know, I know we've got some law students over here. I wish David and Hannah were here because, uh, you know, lawyers would tell you the exact meaning and the value of this word called justification. Am I right? All the law students? Right? Hey, by the way, you can talk. <laughs> lawyers and the legal guys who, who know law and everything, they know the value and they know the meaning of, of, of justification. Because for, for everything that lawyers do, in, in all their knowledge that they gain when they're studying or whether, when they're practicing, is to ensure that they provide what? Justice to all the cases that they take up in. And we all know of some, some cases where not all lawyers are keen on doing that. But anyways, that's not our talk for tonight. We are going to go back on finding out what's the verdict, right? So... The word sadik is very closely linked to justification. And so when Paul is writing to the Romans, he is helping them focus on this one word called justification that he wants them to understand that righteousness, when they're approaching righteousness, it's not something that they're going to gain just through their works. Can everybody say works? 
it's not something that they're going to gain because of their social status it's not something that you're going to gain because of your lineage oh i'm born in a christian home so yeah baby i've got righteousness on my back that's not how things work and that's what that's exactly what paul is helping these guys understand in other words nothing in the physical that we do can ever help us reach closer to the standards of god anybody disheartened until now yeah your long faces don't exactly communicate anything to me but i want to tell you you know this is not where it ends if you turn to romans chapter 3 verses 21 this is what paul is helping people understand but now independently of the law the righteousness of god is what say it out loud tangible the righteousness of god is tangible and brought to light through jesus the anointed one this is the righteousness that the scriptures prophesied would come it is god's righteousness made what visible through the faithfulness of jesus christ and now all who believe in him receive that gift for there is really no difference between us and and this is the truth that we all must have heard or if you have not heard you can focus on this and and know the reality of this for we all have sinned not very pleasing to talk about on a sunday gathering right for we all have sinned and are in need of the glory of god yet through his powerful declaration of acquittal god freely gives away his righteousness his gift of love and favor now cascades over us all because jesus the anointed one has liberated us from the guilt punishment and the power of sin that's a good news that is the verdict and and i want to tell you this and this is something if you if you're taking notes you can write this down it's the grace and love of jesus that have justified us it's not your works it's not it's not your it's not how well you do sunday it's not how well you do your prayer life it's not how well or how faithful you are in your financial giving it's what it's the is the grace and love of jesus that have that has justified us and and i want us to realize that this word justification plays a very important role in you and me living a righteous life i know this is this might come across a bit heavy for some people but this is the truth that paul is helping the romans to understand and like i said he spent like so much so many chapters kind of helping driving this point to the people as to the importance of righteousness but righteousness is justification also plays a pivotal role in in right right living and right standing so for all those who see who come across this word saying okay it's too much of a word justification is in its simple words to make one right with god the act of justification the act of god is not just forgiving the believer's sins but also imputing to him the righteousness that we find in Christ are you guys with me have you ever seen whether it's in movies or or in real life someone who has been put on a trial 
And from the time the, 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 the legal battle has started till the day of the verdict, that person has been condemned guilty, you know. It's not yet declared, but, but he's been accused, called guilty. And have you seen those, those dramatic movies where on the, on the day of the verdict, there's like a sudden twist, right? And you know that that person, and that, that person is so ecstatic, the person is, there's an excessive joy that this guy gets because, you know, he's, he's been set free, right? I mean, that, that's pretty much what's happening in the case of humanity. When Jesus, when you and me were supposed to be were called guilty and were supposed to take the punishment, but Jesus took that punishment upon himself so that you and me can get a shot at life. And not just any kind of life, you and me and, can get a shot at life in abundance. That we just don't have to try, like just strive through every problem, but we are actually meant to live in the blessings and in the favor of the Lord that God has showered over his people because of his son, Jesus. That's the kind of response you and me can have when the judgment that was supposed to be condemnation or death was not, did not come to us, but it went to Jesus. And because of that, you and me, when we gather as a community, we don't gather because, oh my goodness, I'm, I don't know where my future is heading. I don't know what my hope, where my hope is. We gather with a hope that is eternal. Like I said, our hope in Jesus is eternal because of everything that he did on the cross for you and for me. And Paul is helping you and me realize this. It's the love and grace that justifies us. It's the love and grace that justifies us. And it's the love and grace that helps us begin the very life of righteousness that we want to pursue. So I want to ask you this question. Have you given yourself enough room to explore and, and embrace the grace of Jesus over your life? Have you made, have you made yourself room in your lives and, and the, in the busyness of your schedules and everything that you're putting your heads and your hearts into to receive the love of God in your lives? Because I know some of you have the real honest desire to live a righteous life. But no matter how hard you try, you're, you're always failing. No matter how hard you try, you think that you can never make it. Because that's be maybe because you're trying to do it in your own strength. But Jesus is challenging you tonight and telling you, Hey, can you allow me, can you allow my grace and can you allow my love to make a difference? Because it... The truth is it's already made a difference when he died for you on the cross and when he had justified you. Our future is justified in the eyes of God because of Jesus. Our future is justified in the eyes of God because of Jesus. And I, and I just want to help you understand this simple thing, the justification. You'll never understand entirety of, of righteousness without three simple principles and I'll share that with you and we're going to close but righteousness in its entirety is a combination of repentance can everybody say repentance, repentance. justification and grace if you truly want to explore a life of righteous living if you truly want to explore a life of, of, of what it means to be upright, what it means to abide as to the standards of God, these three words or these three principles need to have a role in your life. A few weeks back, when we, I think it was in December, we spoke about repentance. 
and how as a community you know the minute we hear this word repentance like we are like oh my goodness this person is the most wretched sinner on planet earth well that's true in a way but you know god through jesus does not see us that way and and i want to i want you to really evaluate your lives tonight and see where does repentance play a role in your life where does justification have a role in your life and how much have you allowed the grace of god to play a role in your life or are you the ones who's always calling the shots are you the one who's always so pro at decision making that you're not allowing the grace of god to take its place that's a holistic picture out there when we when we look at understanding a life of right living see everything that christ did was to set you free he didn't save you so that you could live you could be saved and live in bondage because let's be real none of us like limitations right but what if i told you christ saved you so that you can also be free Christ didn't save you just to save you. I mean this is this is a play of words but I just want to help you understand. He just didn't save you just to save you. He saved you so that you could be set free. And the word it for some of you who have been who have been questioning or second guessing your life because of the diff- difficult situations you're going through, uh, can I just go ahead and tell you not guilty. That's the truth that God is speaking over your life tonight. that is that somebody received that that's the truth that god is speaking over your life so your faith in jesus is not just to get you saved but set you free so if you're battling weakness i want to tell you it's dealt on the cross if you're battling pain and suffering i want to tell you it's dealt on the cross If you're battling rejections and failures, I want to tell you it's what? Come on guys, you guys you need to get talking because this is the exciting part. If you're battling rejections, if you're battling failure, I want you to know for your sake Jesus has dealt with it on the cross. If you if you're battling anxiety, if you're battling worry, it has been dealt on the cross. If you're battling shame and if you're battling brokenness, I want to assure you that all of that has been dealt on the cross. And that is the very reason that Jesus died for every single person in this room whether you believe him you don't believe him he still died for you. And he is still offering you his righteousness as a gift. So that you and me can become the righteousness of God so that you and me can be the examples and the role models that the community needs to know that a righteous life is possible not just through our works not just through our our expertise and our intellect but because our faith is not in us our faith is not in our in our intellect our faith is not in faith our faith is in Jesus And 
Paul is helping all of these guys understand that the righteousness of God that has been given to to a believer of Christ can never be invalidated. The verdict on our lives is not guilty. I thought that would get you excited but but I'll just let that sink in. It's not guilty. I don't know what you're battling with tonight. I don't know what you're struggling with tonight. I don't know what what things you have you've allowed to to haunt you. But I want to tell you this truth. Everything that Jesus has done on the cross still plays a role in your life and in my life. And because of that, we know that we have a shot at living a righteous life. Because of that, I want to tell you that no amount of your sin can hold you captive unless you let it hold you captive. No amount of shame can hold you captive unless you let it stay in your life. No amount of abuse, no amount of whatever that you're battling can 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 play a role in your life unless you are stubborn enough to let it go. Because God has already let it go. So can I can I really push you a bit tonight and just tell you let go. That that hurt let go. That everything that's been bothering you for all these months and all those weeks and giving you those sleepless nights where you're worried about what's going to happen and how's it going to all come into play let it go am i talking to some people in, in this room tonight let it go church let it go see the love and grace of jesus has changed the eternal course for humanity and you and me have a role in this you and me have a role in this so i just want to close by asking you this simple question are you willing to receive the the verdict that is not given by any man but the verdict that is given by the creator of the universe over every single life and over every single situation of your life tonight I know there are some people in this room that are that are waiting for intellect to connect with your faith. Maybe that will never happen according to your time. But can I ask you to 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 give yourself that freedom to put faith over your intellect tonight and just receive the abundance of life that Jesus wants to release over you so that you can walk in the peace so that you can walk in the love so that you can walk in the grace and you can walk in the righteousness that you want to pursue and that you want to live by if that's you i want you to stand up to your feet because we're going to believe jesus that he will release his righteousness in a fresh and a newer way in your life if that's you let's just stand up to your feet and let's just believe god and receive that in 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 our hearts tonight The verdict is not guilty church. I want to say it again for some of you so that it can get cemented in your lives in your hearts tonight. 
you are not accused if you have put your faith and trust in Jesus you don't stand guilty before him you stand before him as his beloved you stand before him as his son and as his daughter so if that's you can you just allow the truth of the word of god the truth of the word of god to dwell in your life tonight if you have been shaming certain situations in your life i want to tell you tonight can be the night of your breakthrough not because of anything that we are doing but what jesus has already done 2000 years back it's just a matter of you receiving that by faith we're so glad you've been listening in If you'd like to know more about us follow us on Insta at zealous pune or visit us online at zealous.community